0: The impeachment case has brought forward many questions about whistleblowers, inspectors general, relations with Congress, and independence. A few days back, a group of former intelligence community IGs posted a letter at the Project on Government Oversight to Congress, expressing the IG support for the whistleblower process. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco caught up with one of the signatories, former National Reconnaissance Office Inspector General Eric Feldman. I wonder if you might have an example, especially looking at your career with the National Reconnaissance Office, of the independence versus collaboration conflict. Well, I'll I'll tell you, um, the IG statute um, requires inspectors general when they identify of potential violations of federal criminal law, that they have to make a disclosure of that to the Department of Justice under normal circumstances. And this is a little bit different from the whistleblower protections within the intelligence community, which I can describe in, in a minute. Um, as you can imagine, there's a little bit of tension surrounding that. And the first time I had to make a disclosure to the Department of Justice, the general counsel of my agency um, was not happy and felt that given his role as the general counsel, it was his job to coordinate anything that comes out of the agency and goes to the, uh, the Justice Department. And that just isn't the case. So there was quite a lot of tension uh, surrounding that as to who did I really work for. I had another instance going back uh, a few years uh, at the Defense Intelligence Agency where we were doing a review of a particular intelligence asset, um, a, um, an aircraft, uh, which I can say, overseas. And we found instances where uh let's say that that aircraft was not being used in uh for its intended purposes and there may have been uh some personal use of that aircraft uh, i was called to testify in front of the senate intelligence committee to give them the results of that review which they had requested i provided the results um the facts as they were and before I even got back to my office, I was summoned into the director's office and read the riot act and asked, what did you tell them um, in, a, uh, in a rather threatening voice? Um, and when three-star generals speak loudly at you, you tend to, uh, to listen. And I was a much younger man at the time, and I frankly was a, a bit intimidated And I had to think quickly on my feet to figure out how to respond to that. What did I tell them? And my answer was, I told them the truth. What else would you suggest I should have done? And that completely diffused the situation because when it comes down to it, either you're gonna tell the truth to the oversight committees that have a right to the truth or you're going to lie. And there really is not much gray area in between. But I wonder from your perspective, what is different about disclosing something, being a whistleblower, perhaps in the intelligence community as compared to someone else at another agency? Well, first of all, the, um, in all the agencies, uh, whistleblowers, uh, someone ad- who identifies themselves and who the inspector general identifies as a whistleblower, has certain protections um, under uh, various statutes. In the intelligence community, it's even more critical that we protect whistleblowers. So the Intelligence Community Whistleblower Protection Act was put into place to prevent exactly what we saw with individuals like Edward Snowden. There are some that view Edward Snowden as a whistleblower and, and a hero, and I'm not going to get into the politics of whether you know, he, he should be considered a hero or not. But in my view, he was not a whistleblower. Because if he, in fact, wanted to share information about what he believed to be inappropriate activity on the part of intelligence professionals at the NSA, He could have availed himself of that whistleblower protection by going to the NSA Inspector General, who I knew very well and um, was an individual of the highest integrity, and that process would have kicked in. And all of the classified information that he felt he needed to share in order to prove his point would have been kept Uh, in the appropriate channels with appropriate clear people and would not have put our national security at risk. Ultimately, Snowden decided that he was going to release classified information to journalists uh, instead of going the appropriate route and protecting it. So in the intelligence community, we want to encourage people who have concerns uh, to go within the process that's been established to protect our information and protect our national security. The, the way the Whistleblower Protection Act works, uh, and we've seen this played out in recent weeks, is, is this. Individual goes to the inspector general and says, I have a matter um, of urgent concern. That I feel I need to share. The IG then has 14 days to determine if the concern that's been raised falls within the definitions in the statute of an urgent and credible concern that needs to be shared with the Congress. In this particular case that we've been reading about, the Inspector General for the Director of National Intelligence, the the ODNI, uh, got a concern. He investigated. He concluded within the 14-day statutory time frame that the concern was both urgent and credible under the statute. So the next phase of that is he shared that, uh, got it ready for transmittal. the oversight committees and sent it to the head of the agency, which in this case was the acting director of national intelligence. The acting DNI, or the head of an agency under the whistleblower protection provisions, has seven days to transmit that concern to the chairman and ranking member of both oversight committees. That is the agency head's only role, only responsibility is to transmit that urgent and credible concern to the Hill, not to take it to the Justice Department, not to take it to the anywhere else in the executive branch, but to send it to the Hill. And in this case, the acting director of national intelligence decided not to do that, to do a bunch of other things, which we've read about, which is contrary to the statute. Eric Feldman is former National Reconnaissance Office Inspector General, speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.